0: Well, thanks for uh, outing me last week on the podcast. Yeah,
1: you're welcome. I wasn't able to
0: be around for the pod hop (laughs) and uh, you just, I wouldn't say you threw me under the bus, but you sure did use the word obliterated a lot.
1: Obliterated. Yes. Yeah. That is what getting the band back together is, is you guys just go, you start very early. I wasn't expecting (laughs) a text at four o'clock in the afternoon saying that you have already started getting the band back together. That's part of it. And um, so you started very early and went to, what, 5.30 in the morning?
0: Well, everyone else punked out, um, you know, we were closing time and all the bars closed up around like 2 o'clock or whatever. But yeah. I was moseying my way home uh, at almost 6 o'clock in the morning, yes. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And a matter of fact, I found myself completely abandoned right down near where you live. Oh. Uh, and I almost came to your house at 5.30 in the morning. Would you have let me in with a play for a place to sleep?
1: I would have pershnooked you.
0: I s- what is that?
1: Um, that's what my bubba used to do to me. <laughs> is you take your finger and you, you flick someone on the forehead. And I said, I would have pershnooked you like this. I don't know if you can hear it. Yeah. And then I said, go home, shoo-shoo. And maybe mm-hmm. even got a broom out and been like, no, 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 no. Out, out you go. You need to go home. What? Did you have uh, couches? Yeah, totally. But I would have punished you. Really? Yeah, yeah.
0: For my behavior? Yes. That's fair. I should take this opportunity now to apologize for my atrocious behavior when we got out and got the band back together. Right. We were really all a bunch of horrible messes. And you can't say you guys, Jen, because you were right there along with us for a lot of it. But I
1: ditched out for many reasons. Let me read you the text that I got that night from you. <laughs> oh no. We're at Famous Original, and yeah. then a pizza emoji. Yeah, Very nice. nice use of the emoji. I
0: can't believe I found an emoji in that state. So
1: that was at seven seventeen. Okay. And then I came and met you guys there. At 9.55, by that time, I had ditched out. Mm -hmm. In all capitals, it's (laughs) a guy tried to beat me up! (laughs) (laughs) Exclamation point, exclamation point. And I said, what? What the fuck? Why? What happened? (laughs) And then (laughs) he said, I probably deserved it, lol. And I said, why so? Where are you? Cafe Mexico. But I have a feeling we should probably leave soon. Dot, dot, dot. (laughs) Yeah. And then you were at St. Frank's, and then, or you were going to St. Frank's. But well,
0: we never did. We never and went then there.
1: I was at Darcy's with my boyfriend, and you guys were like, where are you? I said, we well, come to Darcy's. And then at t- 11 o'clock, I got a text message that said, Jason and I got kicked out. Can you grab my jacket, please? It's on the banister. The black jacket. And you did. And then you ended up, you're a stud. Call you tomorrow. <laughs> That's it. <laughs>
0: Um, I don't remember. Okay, were you and I dancing at Darcy's, or was that me and Jason at that point? I didn't. I was all over somebody. I didn't know if it was you or Jason. No, it honestly. was not me. I okay. would not let
1: that happen. It was probably it was Jason. Jason. Oh my god. Yeah, and you kept on calling my friend Jarvis. <laughs> Her name was Jillian.
0: Jeez. Oh, <laughs> <sighs> oh,
1: I'm proud, funny.
0: but also very ashamed of my it, behavior.
1: Yeah, but it was you had fun.
0: So much fun. You
1: didn't get in a fight.
0: I No, I would never get into a fight.
1: How many places did you get kicked out of, though?
0: Every place. <laughs> yeah. Every one <laughs> of the places you just mentioned asked me to leave. But, uh, <laughs> I, but I'm But i absolutely not one of those guys who did start fights. I, I, I remember being chirped at and people were chirping me. Mm-hmm. And even separately from the one I messaged you about, like outside of different places, people were chirping and I was chirping back. But I would never, ever, ever go out. No. And fight anybody Like I've never been that guy I've always I'll take a sucker punch before You know While I'm saying like Hey guys let's all calm down Hey can I buy a round of beers You know like Trying to smooth things over Before I'll throw punches You
1: are probably the most friendly drunk That I've encountered you You just like want everyone to be a part of it You're friendly And you're just loud Very loud Um, But like happy loud You know
0: That's good That is good There are worse drunks There are And I'm also Let me say this too Before you think I'm some kind of a Booze hounds. I'm also a rare drunk.
1: Yeah, you don't drink at
0: all. Very rarely. It's like all the time. I went to a. I went to the always show mm-hmm. this past week at uh, Capitol Ballroom. Soda waters. Soda water. Everybody. Soda waters. I'm just always drinking soda waters. Mm-hmm. Stay hydrated at those shows. Where I'm, s- I'm sweating my balls out. But um, <laughs> but that's it, right? Like I don't drink unless I'm going ham. Yeah. That's the balance I choose to live.
1: Yeah, unless you're getting the band back together. <sighs> so. Thanks for for joining me on the intro this week.
0: Mm -hmm, My pleasure.
1: Yeah. Um, Enjoy.
0: Oh, boy. We have finally hit that spring break feeling. Spring
1: Spring break. Spring break.
0: Yeah. I'm drinking tequila spread out of a super soaker.
1: The surviving members of Baywatch just rolled up and are giving away beads.
0: Polly Shore just hit on me.
1: I'm drinking tequila out of a super soaker.
0: We already did that one. Yeah, but yeah, me too. Uh, I'm participating in a wet jean jacket contest. I just saw Mike Myers. I've lost six pairs of $100 sunglasses all in different murky watered hot tubs.
1: That's human soup.
0: And we're really excited right now to be joined by, from the band Always, who's Molly Rankin. How are you? I'm well. So nice to see you. Yeah,
2: nice
1: to be in Victoria. You're just coming off of a, a Juno win. Let's let's start with that. That is incredible. How does that hey, How does that
0: feel? I, I mentioned it to you earlier, like you had won first prize at a prettiest cat competition or something <laughs> like that. But like, sorry, congratulations! <laughs> yeah, you won a Juno. That's amazing. It.
2: Thanks very much. Not something we ever expected to achieve. Um, we were pretty used to playing in basements. Now that's not so much <laughs> the case, but uh, we had we were playing in Milwaukee and someone told us after our show that we had won and none of us believed it, but hey, it's nice. Nice to be acknowledged by your home country.
1: Right, yeah, wow. and
2: you're on tour right now. You're about, what, halfway through the Ooh, tour? Or? Not even close. No? We're, we're about oh. an eighth of the way oh, through, no. the, <laughs> <laughs> through oh. the joint. But it's nice to see some cherry blossoms. Is that what they are? Yep. Yeah, they're beautiful. That's nice. Right? We're on yeah. the West Coast now, so... We're feeling optimistic. We were yeah. having
0: the uh, the weather chats before about how, like, just this weather's chasing you across the country, right? So, like through Kamloops and everything and through the mountains was brutal. Yes,
2: yeah, so we have this thing where I think we bring bad we- weather wherever we go. We just came back from the U.K. and Europe, and it was the coldest uh, February in the U.K. in 10 years. It was Aww. apparently, like, winds from Russia, but... They were calling it the Beast from the East. We had all brought the wrong coat.
0: Well, we're lucky to have you here. We Mm -hmm. should mention that tonight, too, though, is the show, a sold-out show at Capitol Ballroom. So good job there. Thank Mm -hmm. you. That's really good. A lot of people are excited about that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And um, I was actually talking to my friend who just moved here from... Uh, Nova Scotia and she is so excited about your two shows she's coming tonight and going tomorrow in uh, Vancouver okay we'll have to switch up the set list a little <laughs> <bit>. <laughs> she's watching you closely in other words uh, but she had mentioned that it was really cool because she growing up heard about the Rankin family and it was really cool to have like her own little rank in that it was like her little band that she really you know felt connected with and uh, I guess my question is just like how was it growing up with such a musical family
2: well of course i did know uh, I didn't know anything different, mm-hmm. um, but Carrie, who plays keys in our band, was my next door neighbor and had a very similar vibe. She grew up playing instruments it's I think something that's a product of living in the woods <laughs> is that you have things <laughs> like instruments or sports or whatever that you end up channeling a lot of your energy into and uh that just happened to be th- what my father did for a living i guess was the difference but mm-hmm. uh yeah i would see them play on tv and think it was completely normal <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, everyone at school yeah. had their family playing on tv yeah. too yeah
2: i do have like uh, a lot of interactions with people as we travel who who mentioned that you know a that they ha- the rank and family had a large role in their childhood. I mm-hmm. think that's a really nice thing to be able to talk to people about. Very cool. Yeah, yeah that's very
0: cool. Now, tell me more about, about these woods here, because I was—you said a next door neighbor was playing instruments too. And I thought, oh, I wonder if that was a product of just the neighborhood. If it was that type of, you know, like cool bohemian neighborhood where everyone just plays instruments. But you're in the woods. You say,
2: yeah. So we come from Cape Breton, um, actually Inverness County, and I—I I mean, I—I I guess we're sort of. Uh, transplants from Scotland and uh, part of the mentality there is to keep that sort of Scottish heritage alive. Mm. There's There are people trying to revive the Gaelic language and Uh, I think our parents were adamant that we try to at least carry on the tradition of Scottish fiddle music. So that's what Mm. Carrie and I did for a large portion of our childhood. Mm. I mean, we grew up going to square dances. Sweet. Yeah, so (laughs) we were cool. That's really cool. (laughs)
1: Um, And your new album, Anti-Socialites, is amazing. And the the storytelling in it is really, it's just, it's beautiful. and I was just wondering how you go about writing these songs. Is it something that you do maybe with Carrie or is it something you do just completely solo?
2: I, I've always done the writing um, mainly myself. I think of the ideas and the melodies and um, usually try and get as much done as possible before I bring it to Alec, who plays guitar in our band. And yeah, it starts with me and, and everyone else is, is good enough sport to go through the roller coaster of, <laughs> of this. Whole journey.
0: (laughs) I just want to, uh, really quick here, do a quick rundown, and uh, you can confirm or deny. Did like a, you know, we were uh, researching today, and I found a weird, just under Google, you know, some things (laughs) about you. And you tell me if this is Uh true. I don't know. This all comes from one article, and you can tell me if it's real or not. But uh, not a fan of brunch.
2: Oh yes, I'm not a fan of brunch. You can you can make breakfast in two minutes, and then it's over, and you (laughs) don't have to think about it. You don't really need to spend eighteen dollars. Sitting for three hours, thinking about how lucky you are as a human to be able to do that. I love that. <laughs> but okay. when forced, I will enjoy brunch. <laughs>
0: yeah. See, the lineup to me is the best part. That's just you making friendships. Yeah. That's the friendship building part. It's
1: it's funny how um, brunch is so vital here in Victoria. Yeah. We, oh, no. We're like the brunch. No, it's listen. amazing. <laughs> it's so refreshing to hear because mm. we will like line up for hours for brunch. And it'll be like two in the afternoon at this point, And yeah, mm. sit down, spend incredible amounts of money on brunch in this city. So Yeah,
2: it's a social it. ritual. That's yeah. not, you know, it's got some merit, I'm sure. <laughs> I just haven't uh, been able to find it. Uh,
0: <laughs> is it. Is it true, though, even though you detest brunch, that you love Celine Dion?
2: I do love Celine. Yeah. Um,. I haven't heard much of her recent output, but I was a huge fan. That was, uh, I was not allowed to listen to uh, Jagged Little Pill, Alanis Morissette's classic record right. from the nineties. So my mother instead bought Falling Into You by Celine Dion, <laughs> which is <laughs> actually just as sexual, but
0: <laughs> no like it's like not yeah, screaming yeah. about it, yeah, you know? Yeah, exactly. Right.
2: <laughs>
0: Sounds lovely. Yeah. yeah. Um,
2: so I think, yeah, I, I followed her for a lot of my childhood. She's incredible.
0: Yeah. I think it's quite like in vogue right now to also be a celine dion fan you know it's like people can really be proud that they appreciate her voice and the talent that she is
2: i've picked up on that as well right and i have to say i resent it a little bit
0: because <laughs> you were doing it before it was cool
1: <laughs> i was looking at the globe and mail today mm-hmm. and victoria was mentioned because we are the brunch capital of Canada.
0: What? We're getting a mention that's not about that guy and his pepperoni and seagulls for <laughs> once?
1: Oh, yeah. That's everywhere as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what a funny story, though. Funny story. Uh, yeah, ridiculous. Um, but no, they went to, uh, I guess one of the writers of the Globe and Mail went to a whole bunch of different uh, places in Victoria, one including The Ruby. Oh, yes. Which I was just there this weekend nice. and uh, just kind of looked into why Victoria loves breakfast and, and brunch so much. Um, and why we are willing to just stand in lines for, for brunch. Why it all happens. Um,
0: what conclusions did they reach about uh, why that you know, is? Why much? this They're, city? Why? They just said, why? we love
1: our eggs. We love to be social. <laughs> they didn't really dive in deep about like why we all get up at a certain time. But mm-hmm. every single day um, is a brunch day in Victoria, not just on the weekends, they noticed.
0: It's true. It's true. Yesterday we were downtown and uh, we were like, hey, let's go to jam for lunch. And then mm-hmm. we all chuckled. Because we knew that we don't have long enough to stand in line and sit down and eat (laughs) in our lunch break, and sure enough, we were down there, and the lineup was down the block as it always is. That's that's part of their marketing, I think. Yeah. But Jam is on the top of this list of best brunches in Victoria. Yeah. That's my go-to if I say like, what's my favorite one? Mm -hmm. I'm usually say Jam. But now we had Molly in here earlier, who Mm -hmm. is the lead singer of Always the Band, and she was in here spouting an ideology which I am dead set against: is that What are we doing? We're standing in line for an hour. We're all hangry in the morning. Mm. We're hungover and we're going to choose to be uncomfortable and stand outside in the rain and then pay $20 for eggs, which we can make at home. Right. I am against that ideology.
1: Yeah. I see my favorite place to go to brunch Mm. is the Crooked Goose Bistro. It's a little bit out of Victoria. So you don't get any. I've never been there when there's a line, even on prime times. Mm And their bennies are so good. And they have just a vast array of different kinds of Caesars too, which is very important on those days. that you need a Caesar the most. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. but I, I am not a huge fan of waiting in lines. And it's because of that hanger that I get.
0: Jen, do you know what my motto in life is? What is that? That pirates spend their whole life following a map, but the real treasure is the friendships they make along the way. Is that your motto? That's my motto. Oh, it is. That's my absolute motto in life. You get it tattooed. Check my Facebook, it's on there. Okay. That's the whole thing. The treasure is the brunch, yes. We're going to achieve the treasure, eggs, Benedict. But the real treasure is the friendships you make along the way. So standing outside and chit chatting, shooting the S in a weird state of malaise and hangover, reminiscing about the bad choices of the night before, you, right? arguing about your favorite sports team and marvel's comic superheroes whatever it is that outside line that's the real treasure of going to brunch that's Aww. how i feel very nice bring on the lines longer the better <laughs> i say from brunch yeah i like this I, I don't i don't know what trail it's on it might I imagine it's on the goose but we did see this picture on reddit there's a, Uh, that has an electronic sign that tracks cyclists on uh, a trail Mm -hmm. in Victoria. Um, It's It's got the CRD logo and the city of Victoria logo all over it. So this is like a legit thing. I'm guessing it's like, I don't know whether it works with a laser and it clocks when bicycles ride by or Mm. if it's like, you know, a thing where like you run over a tube in the ground.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure.
0: But it counts and it's got the number of uh, how many cyclists have gone by today and then it's got this little thing like cyclists this year and it's trying to count up to a million cyclists cool yeah i kind of like it although you know it's neat to just know those numbers i guess and it's neat that it's on display mm-hmm. it's like as a cyclist if you were commuting on this trail to work and all that and you're just like it's good to see that the trails and the, the biking infrastructure is getting used to that amount and when can we hit a million and everything and that's cool mm-hmm. just um what do we get when we hit a million
1: yeah there must be a prize or something Right? Like a party or something.
2: Well, this Or is like
1: a buzzer goes off or something cool <laughs> happens at the end of the.
2: Yeah.
1: If that's the case, then we're getting the bike gang back together and we're just going to go up and down on the goose. Got that number up there.
0: Yeah, I like that. hmm. Just a buzzer goes off, I think would be cool. Um, wow, we like to throw parties. We threw a party for an old bridge this weekend. <laughs> Throw a party for a million bicyclists. I
1: wasn't expecting it to be quite that much of a party. There was a disco ball and everything.
0: You and I were talking about this because all last week we were making jokes how we were going down. We we're going to go and check out the opening of the new bridge. That's when I thought it was going to be like Lisa Helps and Ben Isaac and mm-hmm. Jeremy Loveday and that Hug it guy who built the bridge and them four and then like a half a dozen other people and then it was going to snip the thing and you and I were going to be there with signs and that was going to be it. Yeah. No, it was like a huge party. It was, it was actually a little bit ridiculous. Yeah. And so you and I end up not going.
1: No. But I, I hope that this um, cyclist counting thing turns into that.
0: We get another party?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm done
0: with that too. Mm. Make it a pool party. Okay. Do the, the crystal pool there. And then we'll all be like, <laughs> oh boy. Okay, next up. We really need to renovate this place. <laughs> I like this story a bunch. Apparently three months ago, an owl started hanging out at the library. Hmm. Yeah. The Greater Victoria Library uh, sculpture. There's a sculpture there, and this owl hangs out there. And, of course, obviously, that's captured everyone's imagination because, number one, owls are great. You ever seen an owl? Yes. They're so good. They're a hoot. Good. (laughs) You burnt that one early, kids. You you know, you were sitting on that one, but it's just like this is going to go on now. You you already used your hoot pun, so just, okay. That's where you decided to lay it, but okay. It's when you (laughs) play these cards, but okay. (laughs) So anyways, owl's up there, and I really like this for a couple of reasons. Number one, if you're ever going to, you know, do a cartoon about a bird being at a library, what's the bird that would be there? An owl. Owl. Well, owls have always got glasses on. They've always got that little hat that means they graduated college. And
1: owls, they do is read.
0: Okay, you got another one in. That's good. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's good. It's really good. Uh, um... <laughs> Here's the other reason I like this. Here's another tidbit about what's going on with this owl there. Apparently, the security guard there has reported that he likes to hang out in the underground parking lot because there's tons of mice down there, and so he eats the mice. <laughs> and now, it's whether or not this owl is going to hang around there or if they're going to try and kick him out. Mm-hmm. And you and I have been asked to leave the library premises. That's true. One time? Yes. Last summer, so I feel a little bit like kindred spirit with this owl. Yeah, me too. I hope he doesn't leave. Because to us, they just came up and they asked us, hey, you can't be doing that here. You you
1: can't be playing terrible instruments here. Mm -hmm. Sorry.
0: You're making a lot of noise. There's people trying to the library.
1: Yeah, you're not allowed to do that in the library.
0: So we got asked to leave, but they Mm -hmm. can't just ask an owl to leave because he'll go, and then he'll (laughs) hang around. So, do it for us, Owl. Mm hmm. Hang around. Stay at that library sculpture for as long as you can. Eat those mice. Read those books. Be majestic.
1: We're all about you being in the library.
0: Good. I was hoping. We're all, all about it. Had one more in you. That's great. You're a
1: hoot. Wi- wingspan. Bird <laughs> things. Talons.
0: Do you want to read the pun that Lydia sent us? Oh,
1: Lydia, you are this way as well. Yeah. Powells are multi-talented.
0: <laughs> so good. good. good All done. Yeah. You got softball practice tonight. You're a little concerned about the weather tonight, eh?
1: Yeah, rain or shine, though.
0: Good for you. You're the coach, right? Are you going to be the coach of the softball team? I'm coach. The Quadravillage Garbage Birds <laughs> is what we're called. Our logo is a like a crow yes. smoking a dart.
1: That's right. Yes. Yes. Drinking a beer, probably.
0: Yes. Right. But, I mean, you're not even going to scrimmage or anything tonight. It's going to be just tossing a ball around, seeing where everyone's, like, uh, skill level is at. Maybe take some people over to the batting cage, as you said.
1: Yeah. See how they play with a dart in their hand. Oh. Yeah. Just various tests and tasks that they need to do. Yes, right. They need to, yeah, have a beer in one hand Mm -hmm. and a dart, but also make a double. Right. So. Well,
0: that's how you play good softball. That's it. Mm Mm-hmm. You're going to be a good coach. Thank you. Jen, as you know, I've been swimming. Right. I feel great. Last night I had, like, the best swim of the year so far. Just, like, just a lot of laps. Well, <laughs> you look at me like I'm... What, what does that look like? Well,
1: I'm, I'm just impressed. I, I'm not a good swimmer.
0: I'm just trying to get, you know, my cardio up so I can impress you on the field at the Quadra Village Garbage Birds, our softball team, for the summertime. <laughs> because I heard... I, you weren't here yesterday, but I heard all about... Miss Cannon for an arm. Whoa! Miss best player on the team. That Whoa. Jenny West is going to make us all look like a bunch of lumps out there.
1: Oh, that's very nice. I texted
0: I... you on Tuesday. I said, "How did practice go?" And you said, "Oh, it's not so bad. We might win a game." Apparently, you what? Are like an all-star softball player.
1: I, I played I played for a long time. Art's arm hurts from catching your rockets. Oh, no! Yes! Oh, no! Well, yeah, I don't know how I play with a couple of beers in me, though, so that's going to be a different story.
0: <laughs> and a dart hanging out of your mouth? Yeah. yeah. I don't
1: even smoke, but I'm going to start smoking. Oh, yeah, we're going to yeah. start.
0: Um, so, anyways, I've been in the pool trying to, you know, get my fitness up. But you know what I love about... You know, I, only, I go at night. I go to the one, you know, our local pool, and I don't know what it is, but the hot tub philosophizers... <laughs> I don't know what it is if everyone just thinks they're living back in like an ancient Roman bathhouse and, you know, spouting these philosophies for the first time. They think they're like the great thinkers of their age. Mm. What it is, if you've ever been to a pool or a sauna or a hot tub, what it is about being almost naked with a bunch of other people you want to spout. you know, Like you'd think just sitting in a hot tub, you'd just be like. Good soak, good soak going on How was your day, yeah, good soak, do you have a good soak Getting a good sweat going, good steam, good sweat Right, that's all I want to hear in the hot tub Oh, I wouldn't want to hear that And instead, it's all these guys and they're just like Was it Kierkegaard or was it Nietzsche Who first wrote that, (laughs) like that's honestly What the conversation always is
1: it sounds like great Great conversations, I think it's better than you Just sitting by yourself in a hot tub Telling people if they're having a good
0: soak How they're feeling in the hot tub you know, or Just like I think quietly, I- quietly, just like the person you're with maybe or like quiet conversation. But there's always <laughs> the like the spouting, the philosophizing.
1: Yeah, you're not one of those.
0: I want I all. Well, here's maybe what the thing is I'm like quietly a little bit jealous because I don't right. feel like in that situation that I should pipe up. But I want to be the guy who's just like, no, I'm actually. <laughs> I wanna, <laughs> yeah, I want to I join these. Ridic- but they're so ridiculous that yeah. and sometimes they go to a weird place in the sauna where I just like look at the ground. I'm just like, I got to get out of here. Really? I'm gonna have a schwitz and not oh. the schwitz I'm already having. Oh no. Yeah. Hey, I went to one in Richmond and it was kind of like a Turkish kind of spa. Nice. So there's the men's side and the women's side and everything was separated, but so I had this guy come into the sauna with me and I was like we were the only ones in there. And he just I mean everybody was naked. We just started tugging on it while we're sitting there. Oh no! I was on the other side of the sauna, and I'm like, "Well, do I walk out of here, or do I just let him finish and do his thing?" (laughs) What'd you do? I just, I just stayed there. He never finished. He just, he ended up leaving himself. Like that's as far as that's gonna go. (laughs) Wow! (laughs) Whoa! Sauna. Yeah, I don't
1: know why I'm telling you this. It was just a bizarre moment in my life, but I'm like... I'm just in utter God, shock. Here, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just can't believe that you witnessed that.
0: I'm glad you're getting it off your chest, really. Jeez, man. Oh, I know. I really had to, you yeah. know? Yeah. Uh, we uh, dropped that call there, but what do you do in this I, situation?
1: I have no idea. Um, like, you don't want to, like... I don't know what I would do in that situation. Oh God!
0: That situation never happens to you. I know. I really
1: hope so as well. I'm just thinking, like being in the opposite end in the corner. Maybe he didn't like notice that people Mm. were there. No, he would have noticed. But you would would you scream, be like, "You can't do that in here, guy!" and then run away, or like, (laughs) or like call someone. I would probably like leave immediately and then talk to a lifeguard and be like, "There's a situation in there."
0: That's what you do, right? Yes. Uh, Watch my eyes, Jen. Watch how dead they're going to go. Okay. See how dead. Yeah, no dead No eye eyes. contact, dead looking eyes. across. No, yeah, dead eyes, not looking. Dead eyes. Okay, and okay. then I'm going to stand up out of the sun and I'm just going to walk away. Because yeah. I don't want to be too harsh on this gentleman.
1: Yeah, v- he's very much a gentleman. Yes, but, that's how uh, we're seeing
0: him. <laughs> naked, Turkish bath, whatever the case may be, I think still he is a weirdo masturbating in public.
1: That's exactly what is happening. <laughs> that right, is so what like, is happening. This is like allowed. actually not allowed. And I feel bad for any like... Oh, wait, it's a, it's a spa, so there's no, like, lifeguards. So the poor, like, spa people would have to deal with that. Yes. Lifeguards are trained for that sort of thing. I don't know if the... <laughs> are they? Yeah, man.
0: Really? Oh, yeah.
1: I've heard so many stories about, like, lifeguards having to stop people from putting their wee-wees in the jets and stuff like that <laughs> and, like, making love to the jets. That's a thing. Yeah. And they have to, like, be able to deal with that properly. Or, like, people, like, making really? love or, like, yeah, taking their wee-wee out in public.
0: Okay, so a spot person where everyone's walking around naked also must have that training and must have a squirt bottle to go in there and be like, hey, tss, tss, hey you stop knocking off. me. Hey, quit it. That's not allowed. You can't be doing that no. whether you're alone or it's not, not, not okay. Yeah. Wow, I would like to make friends with some of your lifeguard friends.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, I feel bad for the things that they have to deal with, but it's like, once, you know, in their lifeguarding career, that they have to deal with those things, but wow. it does happen.
0: Uh huh. Yeah, the pool is where things get weird. Wow, I thought the jets felt good on my back. <laughs> well, imagine it.
1: <laughs>
2: Never mind.
0: Now, tell me this story about where they're going to grow vegetables at. Oh,
1: yeah, it's really cool. Scientists in Antarctica have harvested their first crop of vegetables without Earth. Daylight or pesticides Whoa. and it's to be used uh to help astronauts be able to grow fresh food when they go to different planets like Mars and
0: that's so incredible. on. Yeah. yeah,
1: pretty cool, hey eh? So well, they were able to grow just like eight pounds of salad greens, eighteen cucumbers, seventy radishes, a whole garden.
0: That's amazing. And I wonder too about like uh what about hungry people here on Earth who are having a hard time maybe growing up mm. food? Like can this be a thing? Can like Antarctic grow? Is like are we gonna have farms in Antarctica? I don't know. I don't
1: know, Abel. It's like this um, pretty unreal uh, high tech greenhouse. Right. And, um, you know, at temperatures outside were minus 20 right. and below. Right, right. Um, they were able to use this kind of high tech greenhouse in order to um, grow these plants. But I'm sure that oh. these greenhouses are incredibly expensive and not ever going to be in the hands of the human race other than astronauts
0: just astronauts yeah because yeah so I many if we could do that there there are other inhospitable places on planet earth where people are living and struggling to feed themselves right
1: if anyone does you know decide to move to antarctica well they can have fresh greens but that, <laughs> well,
0: put them in other places too though yeah. that are tough to get food you know totally well neat That's pretty cool. cool yeah neat <laughs> <laughs> oh brian hey yeah. yes rarin Raron good Oh. You good? You good? Are you, are yes. you raring? No, I'm, I'm raring too. Are we too. all raring? <laughs> hey, nobody says raring enough. Not like I say it, like per near every day. Yeah, you but... say
1: it enough for everyone else. It's yeah. okay. We don't well, need to you, say you
0: say should. You say it too. Everyone should just say raring. It's a, it really says what it is. Well, R- R-A-R-I-N-G. Raring. Raring. Yeah, we're all raring to go. And you might say to your friends like, are you ready? Do you have your shoes on? Are we going now? That's boring. Call me so like, are it- you raring? i outside. Get raring to go here. Is it rare in verb form? No, <laughs> no, 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 no. It's like you're raring to go.
1: Raring the revving.
0: No, nope. no, nope. it's not. <laughs>
1: huh. No. I think it's best if you just say that.
0: Paul. All right. If you know raring, <laughs> then rare, rare it with me. Rare with us. <laughs> yeah, please rare with these two who don't know how to rare. Someone texted me the word rearing but rearing which is r e a r rearing rearing and that, that's with horses you rear a horse
1: so is that where the term comes from no but that's no rear a
0: horse means like stop that's oh. right that's right rearing is r a r i n g and it means very enthusiastic and eager to do something oh that's, that's. what's rearing get rearing let's,
1: let's do that
0: we are still rearing okay, <laughs> rearing we still are let the games begin Today in the Afternoon Zone, Canadians are going to start receiving emergency alerts on their cell phones. Oh, look at this channel. Looks like I got one here. Oh, no, but I think I'm signed up for the Prairie region. This one just says, experiencing exceptional flatness today.
2: Yo, what's going on, guys?
1: Whoa, whoa, looks like I got one as well.
0: That's your ringtone? Hmm.
1: I'm signed up for the Maritime region, I think. Okay. This one says, watch out, there! By Dare's a moose gone through the
0: Horton's drive through The Victoria Royals hockey game. Yeah. yeah, a couple of Royals in the room right now. Hey. Hey. <laughs> uh, why don't you, uh, so we can recognize voices here, why don't you say what your name is and what you do for your uh, Victoria Royals? I'm, uh, I'm Braden Muzak. I play left wing for the Victoria Royals. I'm from uh, North Battleford, Saskatchewan. Nice. And uh, I'm Jeff DeWitt. I'm center for the Royals, and I'm from Red Deer, Alberta. Nice. Welcome, I you guys. also
1: want to uh, point out that I loved your warm ups coming into this interview <laughs> yeah. Anchorman style warm ups. Do yeah. you want yeah. to do like, them again? You
0: like uh, the music? No, the how now brown, oh, now, brown <laughs> yes. now brown cow. How now brown cow? Unique New York. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I also liked on the way in here too, I was like, oh, yeah, we had uh, Phillips and Casper uh, here last week and immediately you were like, who'd you have? Maddie and Casper? <laughs> so I love the hockey nicknames. Yeah. What, you guys, mu- you must be, are you boozy? Ah uh, yeah, boozy, Booze bag. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, what, about, what do you do with DeWitt? I, Dewey? Dude, oh! Are you Do do? Duker? No, Duker. A lot of people like to call him no, Duker. No. Oh, that's great. That's so good. That's okay. not a thing. Before, because we have questions prepared, but I do want to, that made me think, like, look, can we go down the list and tell us in the room, like, what are these guys' nicknames? Like, you said you call Matthew Phillips Matty. Maddie. Maddie uh, yeah. Philly. 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 Uh, okay. What about Tyler Soy? Soyzy. Soy dozer.
1: Nice.
0: Dante Hanoon. <laughs> Nooner. Nooner. <laughs> Nooner, yeah. Um uh what about Griffin Outhouse? Griff. Yeah. Griff. Just Griff. Just Griff. No. Nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Um before we let you uh skedaddle out of here, we want to uh we were having a little fun last week with uh Maddie and uh Caspi there. We had some uh <laughs> some hockey slang and we got a couple of more. So Yeah. Just, this is just gonna be a tradition. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Anyone just, who comes in, we're I'm just gonna... gonna test you and see how well you know it or if we are totally out of left field here with these ones
1: okay so what does lettuce mean
0: Uh, just your hair, hair? hairdo yeah. oh, okay
1: and who yeah. has the best lettuce on the team you'd say
0: definitely uh. <laughs> I was gonna say me but I don't. yeah <laughs> <laughs> definitely me Rudy, yeah. <laughs> maybe I think neuter? Dante's got, neuter? The, yeah, yeah. got the best lettuce probably for sure yeah, I mean, yeah, um, yeah. what about
1: lip lettuce
0: Ooh. I don't even know what that is I would just never even heard that I would that. say that's probably just a mustache you got it yeah, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. it I think probably Nooner also has the best lip lettuce. Because uh, well. he's been growing it yeah. for six months.
1: <laughs> you guys have some good lip lettuces yeah, going I've been, on yeah, here,
0: I, too. I haven't been growing yet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, good so prehands. Nice. Beards are coming in nice. Okay, yeah. um, and then uh, maybe this one's an easy one, but what's a plug? Uh, boozy's a plug. <laughs> <laughs> We, no <laughs> way to call we no. have to take us outside yeah. after. Uh, uh, no, that, yeah, that's a plug. Yeah. <laughs> Do
1: you want to explain what that is? What you think Boozy is here?
0: Uh, no, I'm good. You don't want to explain it. it? I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> guys, thank you so much for coming in. You're Victoria Royals. We'll see you in the rink, okay, guys? Yeah, thank Alrighty, you. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thanks, um. So I found this story today, Jen, and you mm-hmm. thought when I presented it to you that it was a lie in an April Fool joke. You were like, this came out on April Fool's, dummy. Yeah, I definitely <laughs> thought so. Do but I, do evidently, you want to
2: it? it's
0: real. Okay, so I'm pretty sure we check this out, a few yeah, different news yeah, sources yeah. aside from April Fool's. <laughs> but uh, Utah down in the States has become the first state that now uh, has, has passed a what they're calling a free range kids law. Yeah. Which means that it's the only state now that you can't come after parents or uh, prosecute them. If something bad happens to their children while they're like walking to school or just like being unsupervised, generally or playing outside. Right. If anything, if you let your kids in the States play outside, walk to the bus, take the bus by themselves, take a bus downtown, go buy eggs, whatever. And something bad happened to them. You were responsible and could get prosecuted.
1: Arrested. Like some people could get arrested and fined for that. Yeah. Which is I just didn't know that existed. I didn't know that was a thing. I thought it was kind of up to the parent, right? You'd think. And then I looked into Canada to see mm. if, you know, if we had a, you know, a free-range parenting sort of law. Yeah, there is yeah, no yeah. laws around it. There's no legislation um, saying that, you know, you have to be a certain age to be by yourself. It's totally up to the, the parents. But if the ministry gets a complaint, right. then the social worker assesses the situation right. to make sure, you know, they're not just being neglected. Right. Yeah. Because we don't want that. No. I think there's like a very, there's a very, there's a good balance between, you know, helicopter parenting and free range parenting, you know?
0: It's, yeah, yeah, me too. And I think that in between those two extremes, now it seems like, now we've looked into it, that Canada Mm -hmm. maybe is doing it in an okay way. Yeah. But you know what it does depend on in that case, the Canadian way of doing it, is. Uh, neighbors and communities and other people being aware of Mm -hmm. the families in their neighborhood and not being like nosy parkers about it but just having an awareness like is that kid being well taken care of Mm -hmm. are my you know my are my friends with my neighbors there's a real the community feel that feels nice about that that you would notice you would notice that something was amiss and awry if a child was being neglected or in danger in that way
1: yeah Absolutely.
0: And I like, too, that it's case by case because every situation is different.
1: hmm Every parent is different. Paul Castino.
0: What? What is your favorite
1: thing about Victoria? Um,
0: that's a tough one because I really like it here. Yeah. I really like it here. Uh, if I had to pick one thing, it's on an island, so I got the ocean around me. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I would... Yeah, I like the nature of it. Probably. I like going on hikes. I like going to see waterfalls. I like those ready available, readily available waterfalls. Nice. A lot of places in the world, you can't say that. You can't, you're not a 15-minute drive away from a waterfall. True. Right? So. That's a good point. Yeah, that's what I would say. The waterfalls.
1: Nice. There was a thread on Reddit, and one of the, the people said, and I think they just put it so perfectly, mm-hmm. they said, Victoria has a good balance. It's not too hot, not too cold, not too big, not too small, mm. not too rainy or not too dry, not too flat, not too hilly. Not too crowded, but also not too empty. Mm. That's what I love. Yeah, that that puts it into words for me.
0: That's exactly what is right about Victoria. Perfect. It is perfect, yeah.
1: I love Victoria.
0: Me too. This is the news on the PJ Party Podcast. Here's Jenny West.
1: As of today, all Canadian cell phone providers must have the capability to send out wireless emergency messages. The CRTC's mandate kicks in countrywide today. Uh, Jordan Turner is with Emergency Management BC.
0: If there were a, an earthquake or tsunami as of today, um, the Emergency Management BC would send out a tsunami warning uh, through a cell broadcast system. This would show up on people's phones. Uh, when, when they receive the message, it will detail where they can get more information and what to do in the, uh, in the immediate aftermath. So I, I love it, mm-hmm. but I, it's like I'm not going to wake up for it in the yeah. middle of the night. My phone, because when there was the tsunami that happened, the tsunami scare not so long ago, um, boss man Johnny got a call and then he got in touch with me to come in and start reading tweets on the radio, right? Right. Remember that story? So, but first he texted me. He texted me something like, hey, you're not awake by any chance, are you? It was Mm -hmm. like 2.30 in the morning. Sometimes I am awake at that time. Whoa. But, okay, but all that happened was on my dead side table next to me, and then I just blissfully didn't hear that, Mm -hmm. obviously. Or
1: would have ignored it if you did hear it and wake up from that and been like, I'll deal with it in the morning. Yeah,
0: right, who's messaging? I always get messages at night, and Mm -hmm. I always sleep through them. If my phone was, like, on my chest, and all I got was a... I'd sleep through that, Mm -hmm. and I'm sleeping, right? Yeah. So they gotta be more than that. It's gotta be like an alarm noise or a call. I don't know. Yeah. There's gotta be something. Maybe
1: it'll like go through the system. If your phone is on silent, it'll just automatically have like a, a sounding.
0: A sound, uh, yeah. Sound,
1: I don't know. We'll, we'll see. It's
0: gotta go around the do not disturb mode, right? Yeah. I don't know. If they're just sending out text messages.
1: Well, it's better than nothing, right? It's
0: better than nothing, but you're gonna miss a lot of people. I don't know. True
1: that. Justin Trudeau is in Victoria for a big presentation about oil spill safety. And then he's off to Vancouver for a big fundraiser. Today in the Afternoon Zone, quite the balancing act.
0: See the incredible acrobatics of the Prime Minister. Watch as he balances caring about the environment and plowing the pipeline through. So the economy marvel at his ability to be a champion for the working class as he sits at a $1,000-a-plate liberal fundraiser. Careful on that tightrope, Justin. Here come the tomatoes of the protesters. Sorry. You know what? Usually we go over what the, what the news is going to be. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, how good would it have been when you said that Justin Trudeau was going to be here and then I had like all like a bunch of like teenagers screaming like Beatlemania
1: oh damn we missed that opportunity
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's a funny joke I thought it's <laughs> <laughs> a screaming but uh, as I was searching for that dumb sound effect I actually found this clip from a time when Trudeau himself went to the Philippines and uh, this was the clip I'm from Canada I'm a reporter Hi. Hi. so what did you think of our prime minister Like on the nose, right? Like.
1: That's exactly what you were looking for. Yeah.
0: Ridiculous.
1: And a new survey suggests that Tim Hortons has fallen from fourth place in a survey of the top 100 companies Canadians most admire to 50th place. That's a drop. And that was uh, probably because Tim Hortons was uh, facing boycotts after some Ontario franchisees clawed back employee benefits to help offset the province's minimum wage hike.
0: I kind of wonder if this will affect their bottom line. I don't know if those are numbers they'll come out with or be very forthcoming with, but... Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, that type of thing, like how a company treats their employees, should be a consideration when people decide whether or not to support those companies with mm-hmm. their dollars. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's kind of where the buck stops there, right? Is, you know, it's like, uh, can we get away with treating our employees badly? Are people still going to support us? Right. And I don't know. I'm not sure about that. I've been by Tim Hortons. I've gone in, I've bought coffee. I buy coffees from there all the time. And right. It hasn't stopped me, hasn't stopped the lineup that's down the block often. So I wonder where that line is or how much people think about that when they're making those consumer decisions. Yeah. I would hope some.
1: I think so, especially in Ontario
0: where
2: it happened, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: And RCMP in Nanaimo say two men are facing numerous charges after allegedly stealing a bait car on Tuesday afternoon. Mounties say they were alerted about the theft and soon after disabled the car's engine and brought it to a stop in Ladysmith. Both men face numerous property-related offenses.
0: Nice. I haven't heard about a bait car in so long. No. But I love that they're still doing that. At the pool, they do the bait locker. What? Yeah. Really? And I don't know how it works. Because, yeah, they're like, if you break into this locker i think like an alarm goes off right whoa but i would rather because it's a locker and you could do this mm-hmm. it would be funnier if it was all full of spring snakes
1: Ah, uh, yeah gotcha right? gotcha <laughs>
0: now you're going to jail yeah and now that i'm thinking about it the bait cars should be all full of spring snakes as well <laughs> yeah. right God. like really <laughs> instead of the engine <laughs> just dying the like the whole the should pop open and snakes everywhere right uh,
1: gotcha now yeah. <laughs> uh, you're going to jail In a report from the Commission on Environmental Cooperation, they're calling for action to reduce the large amount of food waste in Canada. According to the reports, Canadians are among the heaviest food wasters on the planet with around 400 kilograms of food annually wasted per Canadian. That's a lot of food
0: wasted. It doesn't really surprise me. That's a very, like, just North American as a whole thing, right? It's like, what? This apple isn't pristine and perfect and looked like it came out of a cartoon show? Right. Throw it away.
1: And I used to work at uh, different uh, grocery stores as well in the produce department, and it's amazing how much produce gets thrown away when it's Mm. perfectly fine at the end of the night just because it's a new day tomorrow. Yeah. It's unreal. Yeah.
0: There's got to be, like, so many people that could eat that, number Mm. one. But then also, like, can we send it... Back to the farm for like as a healthier thing to I guess feed animals or whatever like.
1: Well, I know that there are organizations that take the food waste. I'm putting quotations because it's not you know it's not bad food, but they give it to local shelters and things like that. Mm -hmm. So it'd be cool to see more of those sort of organizations coming forward too.
0: I remember watching a documentary one time as well about like dumpster divers Mm -hmm. who just live off of zero dollars a week. Yeah, because just like there's so much good food, just like go in the back of any grocery store. There's so much perfectly edible food back there
1: yeah we, we just had a roommate who who was a dumpster diver and really? she brought home dinner for us one time though and it was a chicken pot pie and everyone got sick
0: really yeah
1: so, <laughs> i mean there's risky, certain foods yeah. that are great for that but meat mm, <laughs> yeah. you know yeah very true. nice gesture though oh some cool news out of vancouver mm. um vancouver restaurants and bars are going strawless
0: like every single one of them?
1: Most of them, yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's a, it's a thing that they're trying down there instead of, you know, just automatically putting a straw in a drink and yes. giving it to the customer. They're just going to ask if they want a straw or just don't even give one. Do you know that Capital Ballroom hasn't given, <laughs> given out straws for a very long time?
0: I know. I was there the other night for the Always Show and I thought of it again. I had a drink and was just sipping it out of the glass like I did anyways. Yeah. I always just did. I always just threw the straw away. I always... I like the way it looks better. I like drinking out of a glass like a big adult.
1: But a lot of people haven't even noticed. No.
0: Why would you?
1: You don't need a straw. Yeah, it's a bunch of
0: plastic that ends up choking sea turtles to death anyway. So. Mm-hmm.
1: And the CBC is getting a new president. Catherine Tate is the first woman to head the CBC in the organization's history. Uh, she's been in the film and television business for 30 years and is described as someone who isn't afraid of taking risks. Ooh.
0: Sounds good. Thanks for joining the PJ Party.